TES, I saw a job advert for Deputy Head of Girls PE. And in the section where it talks about what they're looking for in their candidate, it specifically says has a good understanding, high skill set even, it said, of ICT and use of ICT in lessons and incorporating ICT into lessons for innovation and engaging learners. So there are schools out there that are now looking specifically for teachers who have this skill set, who can implement ICT in their lessons more effectively. And it's grown and growing, getting bigger and bigger now. So this is why the video today I'm doing is on the use of ICT in PE specifically. I'm a PE teacher, so the use of ICT in PE lessons specifically. I can incorporate that in your lessons, um, theory-based lessons, but also practical lessons. Now, whenever I teach dance, gymnastics especially, um, I take out an iPad. And so hopefully your skill, your PE department has sets of iPads or a camera that you can set up somewhere. And more than one camera will be perfect where I would video students performing, practicing their dances. Or I'd have my non-kids actually going round with the iPad and take videoing students as they perform and showing them the replay and even giving feedback. That's another way of incorporating your non-kids to make sure all your learners are engaged. So if someone walks into a lesson and observes and they go up to that student and ask some questions, they're engaged in learning. They're engaged in lessons in some way, shape or form. They're still learning and progressing because they are videoing students. They're helping them analyze the performance, giving them feedback on their performance. Okay, so that's a major thing you could do. Video performances and give the students time to review their performance so they can evaluate it and then adapt and change their performance if they need to, to improve it. So then they can perform it again and video it again to see the improvement. So you're implementing a little bit of biomechanics, I suppose. And I'm not specifically talking about the force or anything like that. But in terms of drama and gymnastics, they're able to identify performance, they're able to observe performance and then evaluate and improve on it. But you can use it as a form of biomechanics for handball lessons, basketball lessons, badminton, tennis, cricket, where you can video, film a part of their skill set, film something that they're struggling on, so you can then show them, look, here is where... You need, this is where you need to improve your skill. And to be able to do that, you need to do this. And then you give more specific feedback on what they need to do. So maybe it's their batting. Maybe they, they can't direct the ball effectively enough and they need to change their body positioning. They need to direct the ball based on how they, where they're aiming their bat to when they're hitting the ball in cricket or rounders, for example. Kids always go, miss, how can I hit it the other way? Right-handed players always want to hit it to the opposite direction. Rather than hitting it to the left all the time, they want to hit it to the right to confuse the fielders. And they always miss, how do I do that? because they have to rotate the back to hit the ball. So you can video performances, you can video them doing that, practicing it, so they can then see their body positioning, they can see the angles, you can do it in slow motion, so they can then show them how they're performing that skill in a slow motion, so that you can pinpoint specifically the areas of weakness in their skills. So it's a bit like biomechanics, um, you're not really talking about forces and senses of gravity or anything like that, but you are allowing them to analyze, break down their performance with your support or with the support of a non-kitter so they can pinpoint the bit that they need to work more on. And that's great, great use of technology for your students in peer lessons. Um, because it's really easy for someone to give feedback to them. But I mean, even the staff ourselves, if you're a video and you observe yourself videoed, you observe yourself on a video, you are more likely to understand where you're going wrong. You're seeing a visual, video, a visual representation of what you are doing to help you pinpoint specifically where your weaknesses are so that you can implement the strategies that you need to to improve or implement um, implement the technique that you need to do to improve or alter your technique somehow. So it's a great way for us to show our students 
what they're doing fantastically, amazingly, in terms of their skill sets, in terms of their performance, but where we need to focus a bit more on in terms of improving, then you can show them how to improve. You can even video yourself. You can video yourself as a PE teacher before the lesson, um, after school maybe, or break or lunchtime, whenever you have time before school. Video yourself actually performing the technique. So that then you can have this in your lesson. You can have the iPad in your lesson and you can have a non-kids going around showing students that are struggling. And that gives another way of you incorporating blended learning in a way. You're incorporating ICT skills because you're showing them a video of yourself performing the skills. So when you're working with other students in lessons, there are students that may be struggling and need your help and support. They can now refer to that video while they're waiting for you to be able to go around and support them. So that is a great thing that you can do. And if you have a projector on your sports hall, it's even better if you get up on the wall replaying over and over again for students to be able to refer to and watch as you're teaching, as you're going around supporting them. Um, now, that's in terms of practical lessons. What I've also done is I've shown them videos of dance routines in my dance lessons. So for example, when I was teaching stomp, I showed them a video of stomp and what it looked like. We used basketballs for our um, stomp session and benches. And I videoed that. I, sorry, I found a video online and I showed it to them. I showed it to all my students so that they can then see and I, left, I made it available to them throughout the lesson to be able to refer to, to go back and watch it again and again. Um, now again, you need more than one iPad for this. We need a projector to be able to do that, to put on the screen um, so they can actually all see it. Or Chromebooks, if you can have a few Chromebooks set up around the sports hall or the hall where your students can then watch these, then do it, go for it. Um, obviously you cannot log in under your own username because then they can access all of your Google Drive information. Um, but you can give a Chromebook per group and then one person in that group can log into the Chromebook and have it opened up because you have that video already put in as a link into your Google Classroom that they can then access. Um, so use ICT in this way to not only support your students by showing them video in their performance that they can then analyse and improve, but also by showing them a model version of what you expect or give them ideas because there, there are some students that are not dancers and they really struggle in lessons to come up with ideas and choreograph a dance. So if you provide them with moves yourself, again, videoing yourself perhaps before the lesson or provide them with links to videos online on YouTube to help them develop their understanding a bit more so they are a bit more aware of what you expect of them in the dance lesson. Now, another way of using ITT IT and incorporating it into your lessons, especially your theory lessons, is through the use of Google Classroom. Now, a lot of schools use Google Classroom now. There are schools out there that provide Google, that provide Chromebooks to their students that, who keep those Chromebooks throughout their time when they're working at, when they're studying at the school. So Google Classroom is a great way to incorporate IT into your lessons. So you might not have books that students write on anymore. They produce everything on the Google Classroom. They produce everything on collaborative documents that you produce for your students. You can complete um, Google Forms to test your students' understanding, to identify where the misconceptions are, where at the end of every lesson they, can, they complete a Google Form, multiple choice quiz, and then they get instant feedback to them and you also get instant feedback to show you where your students have misconceptions, where you might need to recap and maybe revisit that piece of content because they haven't grasped that piece of content, they're struggling a bit more on that content. Um, and you can also incorporate ICT through blended learning, so having Kahoot games to challenge your students, um, something to enable them 
to show you their understanding and it's a bit of a competition they love that in the lesson students they absolutely love competitions so cahoots are great and um, you can also attach videos links to help further their understanding so i've done that in my lessons where i've taught um i'm currently teaching an scn school as SCN class teacher and i in my math lessons specifically my functional skills math lessons i have one level one student so i teach her the content but i also attach videos to the classroom so that she can then refer to and watch and listen to to support her in her learning now i find these videos of course online on youtube but i've also previously for my year 12s and 13s i videoed myself i video myself through my chromebook on a google meet in my lessons teaching facing the whiteboard so you can see what i'm writing on the whiteboard and i've made that available to my students in google drive as a google drive folder resource folder view only because otherwise they can copy it and edit it um, where they can refer to at home doing com completing coursework revising for exams even in lessons when i've done specifically coursework based lessons where they have to complete their work independently and they ask me questions well miss i don't understand this i can't remember how to do this i'll go well look back at this lesson on this day go back and listen to it so that you to help you complete your coursework so it's something they can refer to constantly throughout the lesson and a great, another great thing are voice notes. You can put voice notes on documents that you produce on PowerPoint presentations. You produce for your students so that they can listen to those voice notes in the lesson to support them at home, even with the homework if you, with, when they're completing homework online. And that is especially important for students with specific educational needs, for SCN students who maybe struggle to keep up with the pace of the lesson if you're going too fast, or they're falling behind in certain areas of the content because they just can't, they're really struggling to grasp it. And it allows you, allows them time to go over, to listen to um, your comments, to listen to your knowledge, your information that you're giving them on that piece of work. To support them in how to complete the task you've asked them to complete. So it can be a piece, it can be specifically a piece of content. So, for example, as a PE teacher from year 13, I might have, um, I might have recorded a voice note about respiratory system and inspiration, expiration, how it works. Or you could also do it as an instruction manual, kind of, in terms of how to complete this work. But first of all, you need to do this. Refer them to the slides, tell them exactly what the first task involves them to do. Then even the video can say right now, pause and come back to me when you're on task two. It just gives them a bit of guidance as they're completing the work because you're not going to be there all the time. You might be, you may well be off sick, maybe taken off timetable for a reason and they'll need something to help them refer to to help them complete the task, or even at home when they're completing homework. Um, it helps support them in the learning at home because then you're still there in a way, you're still there supporting them um, through IT. Now, another great way of incorporating ICT skills is Google Translate. Now, I've had, I had a year 12 student last year who was, he joined us slightly late into school year, it won't, into September, October, October, November time, I think he joined, and he didn't speak a word of English. So I had to somehow <laughs> deliver content to him when he didn't understand where he was Brazilian. So I used a lot of Google Translate with him in my lessons. When I was asking, when I was giving instructions, I'd Google Translate it for him to make sure he understood it. Before Google Docs had the translate function where you can translate your whole worksheet, I went online and I found a website where I could actually upload my worksheets, my PowerPoints, the work I wanted them to complete, but also the PowerPoints that I was delivering content lesson. I could upload it on there 
and it would translate it into language. I wanted it to translate, translated and download that and make that available to him. Um, but now, of course, you can do it on Google Drive. If you go to, let me just refresh my memory. I haven't done this for a long time. <laughs> if you go to Tools on Google Docs um, and you scroll down, it says Translate Document. And then you can then choose the language that you need translated into and it will do it for you. Um, so that is great for students who really struggle with English. It's not their first language. They've only just come to the country, for example. They've been put in your course. That can really support them and help them. So ITC, IT is amazing. Great to use in P lessons, core P lessons and theory lessons to help learners analyze the performance, understand where they're going wrong and how to improve. It's a great self-confidence booster to show them exactly, to show them what they're doing really, really well. Because if you visually see it themselves, that can really boost their confidence. Um, it's a great way for them to evaluate performance, their performance and other people's performances. It's a great way to support them in lessons and they can refer to something to help them when they're not understanding something in lessons or um, if they need something just broken down a bit more for them. You can do that on a video. You can do that as a voice note to support your students in their lessons so that they can then have that extra support to help them achieve the best that they can achieve in your lessons. So incorporate ICT is a great thing and it's really important nowadays and there are jobs out there, there are schools that are out there that are looking for teachers that can, that can incorporate ICT really well into their lessons and have a higher skill set. Now, I will be doing a video on Google Drive and a little hacks and tips that I can give you on Google Drive and Google Classroom um, to make it easier for you and your students in lessons. And because I still have students to this day in year 12 and year 13 who ask me how to control, how to find words and documents. I said, I'll just do control find. They go, what's that, miss? So there are students out there that still don't know the little hacks that they can do on the computer. Um, so I'll do a video on that as well to support you in terms of how you can use Google Classroom and Google Drive effectively for you and your students in lessons.